Beer. Got it. Check. Window. Shut. Window shut. Butts in the seats. Hello, furballs, and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club-style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. And I am canine warrior Eric Reiger. <laughs> and I'm celestial god Nolan Lorch. Oh, man. You Damn, got you me. guys had such cool <laughs> nicknames and stuff. I didn't even I didn't know we were doing that. Uh, we're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For this month, we played Okami HD. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we dive into the game, we've got to cover some housekeeping. If you could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. I do have to give a shout out to all the listeners because our numbers have been good lately. So y'all getting out there, sharing it, really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the support and uh, hope everyone's Staying safe out there. Mm-hmm. It's been a, a good year for the VGR so so far, and not um, not very good for anything else. <laughs> no, no, definitely not, <laughs> definitely not. Um, you can send us any feedback, uh, any video games you want to play, thoughts on the games that we're currently playing. Video game rations at gmail You can do the same thing on Twitter at VGRations. And if you want to jump in the conversation with us as it's happening. Discord, and you can find that link on Twitter. Also good for sharing any games you're playing, um, any LFGs. We got some of those going on. Yeah, we got and some um, cool VR stuff going on too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely the Admiral. Um, the Admiral, yeah, sharing his sweet carrier gameplay. <laughs> um, so we like to start the show off by diving into what we're currently playing. Eric, would you yeah. like to go first? So I was just flipping through some sales the other, I think it was last month, and just kind of wanted to play a chill game. So I downloaded Shadow Tactics for the PS4, which mm. I don't know if it's not a direct spiritual successor to Commandos, but if you guys ever played the original Commandos on PC, mm-hmm. I love that game. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, so this is kind of a updated version of that, but it's in uh, Japan and your samurais. Sweet, mm. or some one of your characters is a samurai, but yeah. I'm trying to remember: is yeah. it turn based or is it? Um, no, it's all real. So real time tactic based game. You um, move your characters, and they like hide in the shadows, and then it's kind of like Metal Gear Solid, where like the enemies have the the green viewing thing. Yeah, the cone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cone. the cone. And so you, you kind of have to do missions and you sneak around and you kill people, hide the bodies, and then, um, yeah, you, have, you control like three characters. But they had some cool... So I remember in the original one, you ha- you'd have to like flip through the characters really quick and timing was super hard. And so this one, they had this thing called like Shadow Tactics where you... Or not Shadow Tactics, like Shadow something. And you set your moves ahead of time, and then you push execute, and they try and do it at the same time. Hmm. Which is a cool feature. Yeah, that's nice. that is sweet. 
Uh, I don't know anything about shadow tactics. So a quick aside here, I Googled it. And at the top, Google has the, it says ninja games. Mm-hmm. In there, we've got, you know, classic ninja guidance. Also got Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Ooh, oh, nice. <laughs> wouldn't really call Fruit Ninja a ninja game, but, you know, the algorithm needs some work. Yeah, I was trying to figure, so Shadow Tactics, yeah, the full title is like Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was trying to find if there was like a Shadow Tactics, like just on its own. Um, An OG? Yeah, and I, I just couldn't couldn't figure it out. Hmm. So I'll have to do some more research, but. Damn, it has a really good review on I was just I was just seeing that. Ten out of yeah, ten man, on it's, Steam. It's fucking great. Nice. I'll have to check that out. It's a German game. Cool. Uh, Nolan, what it. have you been playing? Mm. Uh I have gone full Tarkov. <laughs> uh me and my brother never go full Tarkov. Yep. <laughs> uh so me and my brother have been playing a ton of Escape from Tarkov, and last week they um, they just wiped the servers, which the game's in beta, so they do that to add more storyline stuff, add new items, change like make changes to levels, stuff like that, and then everyone starts at level one, and if you've if you've never heard of Escape from Tarkov, you it doesn't matter what level you are. There's no uh, like you're not being matched against other people at your level. So um, you start like if you buy the game at the end of the wipe, you're going up against you're uh, you're going up against guys who are level forty and they have all of the best armor and all the best guns and all the best ammo, and you basically cannot hurt them um, because your your ammo can't penetrate their armor. So you either need to get like a headshot on them um, or hide from them. It's a little rough at the end. And me and Neil were doing okay. We were kind of like middle. Um, but we were really excited for the wipe because we now are to the point where we understand the game a little better and understand like where we should be, what items we should be, uh, looking for to kind of like level up quicker and yeah so yesterday we had a big land like a a wipe land party and we played pretty much all day and we had a, a couple other people play with us like in and like they came in and out uh, throughout the day and it was really fun and um, it's a game it's a game with like a really hard learning curve but like once you kind of figure it out it is very addicting and uh can easily turn into like, all right, one more, one more raid, one more raid. Let's go look for this. Let's go try to uh, get these kills because they do a good job of kind of like giving you enough uh, variety of things to do um, Mm -hmm. that it kind of keeps the game fresh. So yeah, I've just been playing more of that and it's been really fun. Do they, have they said when it's going full release yet? No, I have it sounds like honestly they're the developers are getting a little sick of working on it. <laughs> uh <laughs> they've been working on it since like 2016. I think that's when the yeah. when they initially released it into like open beta or whatever. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> they want to they want to wrap it up. 
so they're supposed to, there's like three maps that still need to be imp, like included. And then mm-hmm. they need, I think, figure out some sort of end game scenario because mm-hmm. once you kind of get to the uh, level cap, there's really not much you can do. Like you're so overpowered that um, mm. you can run kind of like the destroy everybody. Yeah. You can run like the lab stuff. Um, <clears throat> they, so like right before the wipe, they do the wipe event where they change all the scavs, which are like computer players to um, raiders, which are like kitted out NPCs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they like, will run at you if they hear you like they're like way more sensitive to sound and um, they can see longer distances and they also have like really good guns and better accuracy and stuff like that. And they also changed the, um, they made all the traders for basically free. Like you could buy everything for like a couple rubles or whatever. And so I like made some really kitted out guns like, Oh yeah. Um, which was fun. You shared that sweet little screenshot. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the discord server. Yeah. They have like a, f- they have like a fake helmet. Um, like it's all pretty grounded. Like all the guns are like real guns and all the are like, it's supposed to be like the, the realist shooter kind of thing. And they just have like a the realist, they have like a prototype helmet and it has like a funny line about like somehow this, this helmet showed up in Tarkov. We don't know where it came from kind of thing. And, um, it looks like an alien helmet. It's weird. But I, I did that nice. for a while, and it is really uh, kind of boring, to be honest, when uh, you don't have the quests to do and, like, without that, like, sense mm-hmm. of, uh, like, you're going to lose stuff, you know? So, right. I don't know. But, I mean, me and Neil are very far off from reaching the level. I think Neil's level 7, and I'm 5, and it takes a long time. And it's really challenging, so we're still really digging it. Uh, yeah, cool. Do you think this is the next uh, wave of battle royale? I hope so. Um, I it's a little, it's not very forgiving, and I don't think Tarkov is going to be the game that like changes it. But I think whatever studio that looks at Tarkov and goes, we need to make a game like that. And then adapts it for like the like mass majority. Yeah, I I think that's where like multiplayer will go because mm-hmm. it's it's like battle royale. It's basically a battle royale, but I mean, there's multiple. You can exit the maps. There's like a overarching storyline, and there's like a a risk reward for like losing your gear. So you can like go in, get a kill on someone, and then get out with their stuff, and that's like really exciting. So. I don't know. We'll see. I I I love this kind of uh, multiplayer. Uh, Hunt Showdown is another one that uh, uses this kind of same thing. Like there's, it's a like a horror western mm-hmm. where you load into like a raid. There's like a boss and a bunch of like zombies and stuff. And then there's like I think up to like eight players can like load into the map. And it is it's really tense. And not only because you don't have to be last man standing, but you can be like, you can get into a firefight and be like, I'm not going to win this. So I'm going to dip. I have like, I've done enough in this raid and I want to keep my character. So I'm going to run for an exit. And I just really like that. It gives you like different things to do besides like, fuck, I guess I got to trudge up this hill because that's where the guy, the last guy is. 
I I want to see more games like this. Like Hunt Showdown and Tarkov are both really awesome and use kind of the same. I would say they're the most similar. Like a story-driven battle royale is like really badass sounding to me. Yeah. Instead of like story but, that's outside. Yeah. Like that's kind of how Apex is. There's like an ongoing story, but you're like doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's like flavor. Um, it would be really cool. Like I I've said it before, but like Ubisoft's division could make yeah. could make their like dark zone exactly this. Like doing mm-hmm. like having to go into the dark zone to do quests and survive and get out is I think a lot of people would like that. Whatever, however Tarkov ends, I don't I don't know. Maybe it doesn't like. Maybe when the game comes out, it's just not very good. Like after you reach the end, but it's really fun right now, and it's super intense and nice. Potentially the PUBG of BRs. Yes, to, to kickstart the, yeah. the genre. Zero UI too, which is really fun well, and right. interesting <laughs> because you have to communicate. If you're playing with someone, you have to communicate really well. And last night, uh, me and Neil were just crushing people. And I, I told him, I'm moving up. I'm moving past you. And he goes, I see someone. And I tell him to take the shot. And he blows me away. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, when did you get over there? And we had like a laughing, not an argument, but like a heated laughing, uh, this is game is awesome kind of conversation after about what happened. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of zero UI, what are you playing, Brian? Or minim- minimal UI. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so The Last of Us Part 2 is coming out next month. And to get in the zone for that game, I played uh, the Left uh, left Behind, the DLC, nice. yesterday. Um, you knock it out in one day? Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, one sitting. It's pretty short. It's like two hours. Yeah. So um, not to get too spoilery, but it... Well, it takes place during a portion of the left behind game which where you don't see it kind of like there's like a little bit of a time jump in the game and it takes place in there and you're kind of like going into Ellie's past before she met with Joel. Oh. Um so it bounces back and forth. Um really cool little story. Um took me a little bit to remember how to play in combat and stuff. I forgot how terrifying the combat is in that game mm-hmm. and how scary uh, all the, the infected are. My goodness. Yeah, they're terrifying. They make terrifying sounds. They kill you very quickly, terrifyingly and graphic. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, that game is um, very but it was graphic. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, you know, it, it pulled me back in, right back into the story. So now I'm really ready and pumped for last of us part two in a couple weeks sweet yeah, yeah it's gonna be exciting i need to play that before the game comes out i i think it's it's worth it it's interesting did you get what i was saying i was talking to them the other day but uh how like the upgrade system's kind of weird in it for how short it is you're like upgrading like your backpack space and like oh i didn't do any of that yeah it's not worth doing yeah yeah i think it's just like the same like crafting system as the the game so i think they just left, left it, it in there because you can yeah. still like craft Molotov cocktails and stuff like that and you have to craft um first aid kits so all the materials are still like laying around yeah um 
and that took me a minute to figure out <laughs> figure out too. Like, let's say like a good I don't know, fifteen minutes of me playing it was just dying over and over again, trying to remember how to do the combat mm-hmm. and the controls and stuff. So it was good. Um, I watched like a twenty minute The Last of Us story recap on YouTube as well, which uh, so I did that, then played the DLC. Oh, did it just not spoil the DLC? It didn't. No, it was just the main story. That's good. Um, cool, man. Yeah. Dude, I'm uh yeah, it's gonna be great. Um definitely need to go back and play that and watch a recap because it's been a minute. Yeah. 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 This it came out in 2013, mm-hmm. which is a fucking long time ago. I uh it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I don't think I played it until it I played it on the H D uh remaster or whatever. The remaster. Because I got back when we were all living together and you had it on PS3. I got stuck um, pretty early on and I couldn't Mm -hmm. get past like some of those zombies and I was stressed out and I was like, I'm done. I quit. (laughs) I am not playing this game anymore. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then, um, I think it was really because like I didn't quite understand how the um the sneak mechanic was working or like how far away mm-hmm. you can like sneak attack people. So I'd like mm-hmm. get up right behind them and then they would alert and then turn around and just destroy you. And it it happened so many times. So I was like this fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, and you just get swarmed too, which is even more terrifying. Oh yeah. It's not a casual play for sure. No. No. So it took me a long time to actually like sit down and play it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. good, good game. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say the Last of Us is probably a top five game for me overall. So nice. Looking, looking forward to see what they do with a part two. Even if they, if they didn't even do a part two, like totally fine. Yeah, this game didn't need a sequel at all. So, really curious about uh, online because people love the first online Mm -hmm. yeah i was i do i only played a little bit of it but it was pretty fun but i i just didn't get into it really but i was surprised Mm -hmm. to hear that it was such a kind of hit yeah same especially like i've played a couple of the uncharted ones like just played like a match or two and i'm just like eh, yeah you know i don't don't really need uncharted multiplayer so it's kind of interesting that they were throwing that in there i have you guys heard of Part two is going to have multiplayer at all? No, I don't think they've said anything. I haven't heard anything. Hmm. No. Okay. I'm sure we'll find out though. Well, we will. We will. Um, It's a great segue into um, what we normally call gaming news. Uh, (laughs) We usually pick a topic or two to cover some some things that we find interesting, but there hasn't been a whole lot recently. Um, There was an Xbox Series X game reveal that happened shortly after we recorded last month. Yep. And then shortly after we record this month, there's a PS5 game reveal yeah. stream. Yeah. They don't want us um, to talk. They don't want us to talk about those titles. No, they do not. Yeah. They don't they don't want us to be on the forefront of the of the news. Uh, so we wanted to talk about what we're excited to play this year. There's still a lot of big games coming out before uh, the new consoles drop mm-hmm. at this holiday. Uh, Eric, what are you looking forward to? Uh, so I'm still, yeah, Cyberpunk still 
up on the list. Uh, probably see what comes next week, though. I'm I'm re really curious what they're gonna announce. It'd be cool if they announced one of the uh kind of launch titles that got them going on this generation of consoles. Had like a part two, like a Horizon Zero Dawn two would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Or even a God of War 2 would be, or even just something in those mm -hmm. worlds would be awesome. Um, yeah. I don't so, see those coming soon. No, I think they're they're too soon. But definitely would just, if they mention that something is happening next year, it would probably get me excited to like think about it. You, you, you want like a logo reveal trailer? That's, that's fine at this point. <laughs> so Cyberpunk... 27, 2077 comes out in September. Yeah. And they have uh, their, what they were going to present at E3, they're going to do a stream of on June 11th. For Cyberpunk? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's just curious to see because they've shown that running on consoles, haven't <clears throat> they? Or they've said it was running on console? Uh, I mean, I they say it's running on the to that. console, but it's running on a high-end PC. It's not running on. It's running on. It's running in the engine, but it's not running on a PS5 or whatever. Because they had a Cyberpunk gameplay trailer or the demo too. Yeah, that stuff is always curated mm -hmm. on like a high-end PC. It's not gonna ever be on yeah. like. A oh yeah, it says PC, PS4, Xbox. So I'm assuming it's running PC. Then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you, Brent? Uh, I'm just going back to what I currently played. I think The Last of Us Part Two is my most anticipated game of the year. I just remember what, playing through the first one, and I was just on the edge of my seat like the entire game. The story blew me away. Alicia watched me play like almost the entire game just because she wanted to see what was going on with the story. Mm. There were so many heavy-hitting parts in that game that just Naughty Dog knows how to tell an amazing story through video games. Mm -hmm. And I'm really looking forward to see what's going to happen in part two. I'm going in pretty blind. I haven't watched, I think I watched the first reveal trailer, but I have not seen any of the other stuff. And they did a gameplay State reveal play. trailer or thing. And that was like 15 minutes. I think that was like a couple days ago, wasn't it? Yeah. The state of play. Mm -hmm. And I did not watch that. I I'm flipped just, through. Uh, I'm not going to, say anything but i flipped through it and just wanted to see some of the gameplay i just wanted to see if it was drastically different but yeah i heard ellie can swim now that's cool <laughs> yeah she finally learned how to swim <laughs> yeah um so i think that comes out june 16th so i will be downloading that i'll have my popcorn ready <laughs> yeah. beers in hand here we go what about you nolan what's uh what what gets you going for the rest of the year uh I mean, Last of Us Two is going to be pretty sweet. Um, honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little worried on like how brutal it's going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I imagine they're gonna they're gonna take it up a notch, which I don't know if it really needs to be no. taken up a notch. Like I like don't like Doom and goofy shit, you know. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, um, I get a little squeamish on like like super like throat cutting scenes and shit like that. So. I don't know. I'm I'm a little that game is like the first one was pretty brutal already and if they're going to step up the brutalness, mm -hmm. I I'm I don't know how excited I am for that. I can tell you right now it's already brutal yeah. like well the based on that. Yeah, the tra the first trailer the initial trailer was like hard to watch, I think. Uh 
So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I I'm still gonna play it, and it looks. Uh, I'm excited too. Like the story was awesome in the first one. It's gonna be brutal, and the graphics are gonna be better. Graphics. Are, yeah, I'm so. I'm curious to see how it runs on that PS4. My I feel like my PS4 has been dogging it on the like most recent mm-hmm. games. So, uh, you clean that fan out? Not yet. I haven't. I'm 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 going to. <laughs> I'm going to. I would say I'm really excited for Cyberpunk. I really hope it comes out this year. I'm not convinced it's coming out this year, though. Uh, it's coming, man. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. it I it's. I don't think it's ever going to come out. <laughs> I just saw a Breath of the Wild 2 uh, maybe coming out this year, and it's not coming out this year. But if it did, I would no. be. That would be my game, game that I'm very much looking forward to, the most. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. I mean. Nice. And also Mario, uh, the Paper Mario. I'm really Paper excited Mario. for. So. There's mm-hmm. just so many games. Yeah. There's so many games. Mm-hmm. Too, too many. many games. That's why we had to create a podcast. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Ghost. Change the title. I am pretty excited for Ghost of Tsushima. Su- yep. Tsushima. Okay. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima um, as well. I would love a good samurai game. And like an, yeah, it's mm. like a samurai Red Dead. Yeah. It looks awesome. I love the fact that you can turn, you can make it black and white. And like turn up the turns up the wind effects. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, every frame of painting video documentary I posted about Akira, Akira Kurosawa, um, how he uses uh, like like extreme wind and uh, like weather elements as background settings. I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of like what they're trying to do with this this like film mode. I might not play it the whole time because uh, I'm sure it's like procedurally generated and not like handcrafted, but I will definitely play it for a little bit like that. You know, I would say cyberpunk though, right now, um, since it's supposed to be coming out this, this year, uh, I think that one's, it's coming. The one I'm most excited for. (laughs) That'll be good. It's going to be huge. Just with how much content is in the Witcher three. I just can't even imagine how much it's going to be in cyberpunk. I don't think I've played like a really great, open world game since I mean like like the Witcher or Skyrim or something so something like that would be mm. just sounds awesome yeah I agree I completely agree uh okay game of the show we played Okami uh Eric what snack would you recommend with All right. what's your pairing all the way from Japan for my local market we got uh oh our- yeah Pokey sticks. Ooh. Let me, yeah. Let me get nice. the are, are those actually from Japan? So here's the thing. <laughs> Here we go. They are a uh, Japanese snack. Uh-huh. They were first mm-hmm. sold in 1966. Oh, uh, Yeah, I'm just reading off this wiki real quick. They snack consist packs. of chocolate-coated biscuit sticks. When I was doing some research on this, is a product of uh, Thailand. Hmm. What? So, yep. Um, I think this company is sold all over the world now, so they're produced mm. out of Thailand. But the reason I picked them is because they have very um, colorful flavors, and they do a lot of seasonal stuff. So they'll have like um, 
uh, in the spring, they'll have like a honey thyme flavor, and then they have a summer is a mango flavor. So they they do a Ooh. lot of um, mango cool flavors with the season. So I thought that was kind of cool to go with this game. Nice. nice. And I'm going to enjoy one right now. Mm, that's going to be some good crumpling uh, in my ears. Excited. Huh. No sake, no Japanese yeah, beer. Dude. I nope. can't believe you didn't get sake. Sorry, I let you down. You could I didn't have drink like any of the sake. Sake's good. You could have like a plate of sushi in front of you right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okami HD, uh, originally developed by Clover Studio, published by Capcom. Uh, this game came out April 20th, 2006. Yeah. What 14 year? years ago. What were you guys doing 14 years ago? <sighs> Getting out of Get, Going to school, uh, living with Eric, actually, in, yep. hanging out in downtown. Nice. Playing uh, nice. PlayStation 2 in the living room with my friends. Yeah, I remember this game when we were living together, but we never played it. Yeah. I think we had a fr- yeah. we had a friend bring it over and she played it for a bit. But it's so slow yeah. at the beginning. So it not is not a great very hard. Yeah, you guys want to Not a great casual game story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh just going into this game's history a little bit. Um so I'm reading from the the Wikipedia. Upon release, Akami appeared as the game of the month for IGN. Oh, uh, these are the, the awards, actually. Um, I'm not going to read all of them, but... Yeah, it's a lot. Got a good amount of awards when it first came out. Best PS2 game for 2006. Best overall and PS2 adventure game by IGN. Um, artistic design. GameSpot gave it best artistic graphics for 2006. Um, in 2017, IGN named it the 90, 90th best game of all time. Nice. Uh, and in 2010, GamePro ranked it as the fifth best game for the PS2. So the entire generation, fifth best. What was the? Do you know the you other did? ones? I'm just curious what the. I don't. You know. I I didn't look at. I didn't look at the list. Damn it, Brian. Um, <laughs> an interesting thing I found too is that it didn't sell very well when it first came out. Um, only about 200,000 copies in North America in 2006. Um. Let's see here. Uh, by March 2007, the total sales of the Play- PlayStation 2 version were near 270,000. Those initially thought that the poor sales of Akami and God Hand, which was another Clover game at the same time, were the cause of the closure of Clover Studio. It was later re- revealed that three key developers within Capcom and Clover Studios left the company and the studio was do- dissolved. Mm. Uh, the trio then formed the game development company Seeds Incorporated, which later merged with another company to become Platinum Games. So that's where they're all at now. Nice. Because I was kind of wondering, with all the critical appraise and stuff, like why why haven't I seen any sequels mm-hmm. or anything like that? But we can dive into that later. Um, the remaster we played, Okami HD, came out in October 2012, so almost six years later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what did we all, what did you all play it on? And uh, time. I was going to say, I played on the Switch. Uh, I played PC. How many hours did you put into it? Uh, yeah, I played okay. on the Switch, and I put uh, 21 hours into it. Okay. According to the 
According to the game clock, though. I don't know how accurate that clock is. but Yeah. It seemed pretty good. Uh, I no played one? it on PC. I think I put about... I think I probably put about 15 hours in. You might be I, about 18. but I was on Switch, and I clocked in at 15 hours as well. About halfway through the game. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into the story. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys... What were your thoughts? I had a really hard time, like... Figuring the difference between like this and the show Inuyasha, which no one knows uh, quite well as well. There's just a lot of similarities in this and that uh, anime. It's just a lot of like the feudal Japan era, and even like the little bug character is very mm-hmm. similar in the show. And there's a lot of references to wolves, and yeah, I just thought that was a kind of cool little. Japanese lore. I don't want to put you on blast, mm-hmm. Eric, but I actually have never watched Inuyasha. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you have. No. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, well, I know I'm, I'm I'm familiar, but I've never watched it. <laughs> I'm just over here mm. shipping Kagome and uh, Inuyasha. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, I get this. I I get where you're going. Yeah. There's like a pervy bug in it too. So you know. Of course. I found it. So I found this little tidbit on Wikipedia. And it says the title of the game is a pun. The word Okami in Japanese means wolf, which you play as a wolf. Mm-hmm. However, the kanji characters pronounced identic, identic, sorry, identically mean great deity. So the main character is a great wolf deity. Mm-hmm. Although pronounced different, the same characters are also used in the honorific name of the Shinto sun goddess. How do you say the, the wolf's name? How would you say that? Amaterasu. Amaterasu. So, Amy, as you're affectionately called for short. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a it was a nice, interesting story. Mm-hmm. Uh, really guided you through the the at least first half of the game. Um, oh, quite quite heavily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, lots of funny moments. Good use of comedy in the in the story with the characters and and everything. Yeah, they, um, this game is like got some pretty good like slapsticky jokes. Like yeah. yeah, I was like this is I wasn't really expecting it to be as funny as it was. Uh, I mean, I'm like mm-hmm. not over here like belly laughing or anything, but I was like the every time you meet a new god or something, there's always like a little like a little. Joke, like physical comedy joke that happens. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Like the snake being stuck in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. Or like Yeah, yeah I I thought it was interesting just the story in general how when you start the game it tells you the story of what you're about to play basically. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It tells you the story of what happened. Well, the past. The past. Yeah. yeah. You essentially play that for like the first half of the game. I don't think you do. Well, it's like a repeat of like a hundred from a hundred years ago. You're like kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, just as the legend foretold of a hundred years ago. Yeah, I mean, Nolan's not buying. I'm it. not buying. Yeah, it, right. I mean, it's the set. It sets some, up some changes. But... It sets up what you're gonna do, and you still have to. You basically your objective is the same, but you have to deal with mm-hmm. Susanu instead of uh, his ancestor, which is yeah. Yeah. is trying deal with is <laughs> deal with is definitely the right word yeah i also found it pretty interesting um i don't know that much about um japanese like 
lore. So I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't realize that this game was like all about Japanese gods and stuff. So that was really cool. Mm -hmm. I love how they just have gods for everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They all, uh, for the most part, are like element based. It reminds me of Mm -hmm. like Nord, uh, like the Nordic gods too, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, less uh, uh, less family drama though sounds like than the Nordic gods. <laughs> yeah, so, um, definitely. Or the Greek. Or the, or the Greek. Greek gods yeah. too. Those, yeah. Those, yeah, those families are dramatic. <laughs> yeah, no. cultural yeah, this... mythology is is very interesting. Yeah, so I, I did like how that played very much into the the story of this game. Yeah, what's I mean? That's kind of feudal Japan was all about. Uh, you know the age of the warrior and kind of the family drama which is more about the humans as opposed mm-hmm. to like the gods so it's funny how like i'm sure different families have different representations of these gods mm-hmm. as well yeah the just the overall um aspect of the goofy characters was great i like even the gods being kind of funny mm-hmm. was a good way to keep it lighthearted and not rooted in that um like you guys are saying like the greek gods being so dramatic yeah even uh yeah amaterasu uh just like her blank expression was played for laughs all the time yeah. or yeah. like sleeping someone is like going into like a long lore drop and she just like lays down and yawns and it was good yeah like the the tone of the game was like they balanced like the uh, lore and story elements and kind of like the comedy of it at, like really well. Definitely. Yeah, I didn't know what we were getting into to be honest. Like I didn't really either. Story-wise. I didn't I didn't know anything about this game besides you play as a wolf and you have like a pretty cool art style. Uh same I I I think I was knew that it was kind of con- considered a classic or to be like a really good game so it's kind of always been on uh been on my mind um every time i saw the cover i was like damn that that's a dope cover Mm -hmm. it's got cool cool art on it and i knew i did know that it was supposed to be kind of zelda zelda like i did zelda inspired anyway i didn't know so that that was a compare that was a comparison i always remembered i remember it was Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be like the playstation version of zelda not directly but sure. you know that's mm-hmm. what people kept saying it wasn't maximo <laughs> maximo's great <laughs> but yeah after playing this though i i i get the similarities i just don't think it's close to being uh what zelda was mm-hmm. like i think it's its own it's its own thing i thought it was very similar <laughs> to like you do to like uh the 3d zeldas for sure mm-hmm. uh just mm-hmm. like the not necessarily like find this item now this like weapon lets you get into this temple, like not really that, but like mm-hmm. the that's kind of what I was thinking. The, not the <clears throat> kind of like open world aspect and like the tr- um, kind of like the way the story plays out, and you have like a little like spirit guide, that kind of stuff. Like I I saw a lot of similarities throughout that, but mm-hmm. less in like the game, like besides like the running around, um, kind of. The combat and weapons and stuff were all very different. So, mm-hmm. I was was trying to th- think of, thinking about this too, and I found like 
the celestial brush techniques, how you would learn that technique and that would take you to like the next portion of the dungeon or get you into oh, yeah, that's a, true. a dungeon or a certain area. That I thought the brush techniques kind of replaced I, the weapons. Um, I didn't even think about that. But I di- definitely had a big Ocarina of Time vibe, especially with uh, your little inch inch uh, high bug buddy Isun following you around and kind of like doing a lot of the talking and your guiding was like the the fairy from Ocarina of Time. Navi. As well. <laughs> Is that very like, because I didn't get through all of the Ocarina of Time, like I've only played mm-hmm. the beginning sections of it, the openness of that game compared to this, because this one felt like you were very directed, like, go here. It, I, would, I would say it's pretty similar as far as, like, you yeah. know what your next destination is going to be, but you can go wherever you want as long as you have, like, the equipment to access it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you could get... Up, up like Goron Mountain, but you can't make it all the way because you need bombs or something like that. I can't really remember exactly what it would be, but yeah. you could just go and explore everywhere. Just not every, everywhere may not be accessible. There was like a, yeah, there was like the Hyrule Castle hub area, the Hyrule Fields or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like yeah. the levels kind of all connected to that, but you couldn't get to them until you had like, like Brian was saying, like the bombs or whatever and then yeah like this game was basically like you go from like one small open world area to another open world area so yeah yeah, it did lead you a little like more uh linearly but i feel like zelda was just as linear they just kind of masked it more in like a hub instead of Mm -hmm. a linear path so cool i mean we've kind of touched on a little bit but um just even the style of this game is very very unique yeah Um, Mm -hmm. i was I was really curious to see how it held up now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I'm curious to see what the HD remake looks like compared to what it looked like on the PlayStation. Like, did they just? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they didn't like redo shaders and stuff. They probably just made it accessible on on the newer consoles and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I don't think it was very. It's gonna be very different. Yeah. Like I. I'm assuming it's just kind of up-resed. Yeah. What did you think, Nolan? Do you think it held up well? I do. I mean, the reason they... I I don't know how true this is, but I saw it on Wikipedia or something. But the reason mm-hmm. they went with this art style is because originally it was supposed to be realistic, um, like a more realistic um, style. But the PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 couldn't handle the like tech that they were dealing with. Yep. So they went in this direction. So I feel like it was instead of just, it seems purposeful even throughout like character design and stuff, which is why it still held uh, like holds up, you know? Yeah. Like I think the character designs are simple and can be like, they're easily recognizable, like with however Mm -hmm. many polys or whatever the cell shading technique is. So I, yeah, I think, I mean, it's not as like, I don't think it's going to hold up as well as like Wind Waker because um, that style is even, I feel like, more cartoony. But um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I thought uh, I thought it was really cool. I, it's kind of abstract. Like everything kind of wiggles and moves around. Some of the trees and like the flat, I feel like the flat um, grass textures and stuff is really where it doesn't hold up. Um, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. 
the cliff side. Sometimes you'd get up to a cliff yeah. and it was just all black. Yes. And you're yep. like, what is going on here? The way they did like the, like, I loved the um, effects that happen when you um, jump and like when you land instead of like a dust cloud, like there's like a ring of flowers mm-hmm. or like when you mm-hmm. jump into the water, like it's these like, it looks like, you know, it's like supposed to look like old Japanese calligraphy and um, like the water is like these thick polygons of like blue and white lines and it just looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I think yeah. I think it held, uh, uh, holds up really well. Yeah, I think you covered just about everything that I was going to say too and Eric especially with like the cliffs like you can tell it's kind of it's an yeah. older game yeah. but some of the sometimes I was like damn this game looks really good mm-hmm. still yeah uh especially <laughs> still playing it or I played a, a pretty good amount of it handheld mm-hmm. um like you were saying Nolan too uh like when you start running mm-hmm. uh and you have the the trail of flowers behind you yeah is cool or you do the celestial brush technique when you regrow a, a tree you know and the japanese um flat che- or the cherry blossoms yeah pop out of the trees and or you like revive like a dead area of ground yeah all that stuff oh it looks awesome it looks great yeah. yeah i'd say the hardest thing that wasn't holding up is like camera movement one and yeah the was slow yeah it was just slow and like yeah i don't know when, why it was so slow <laughs> I mean, maybe it was a limitation yeah. thing or something. I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they have to yeah, like load like in the assets rendering. behind you or something Yeah, as you're turning. Because then <clears> the, <throat> also when the running, the speed up running was awesome. But the, like when the camera, when I was playing in handheld mode, the camera was so tight on the character. I was just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. going like this. I was like doing a wave pattern because I was yeah. like mm-hmm. too close. So you'd have to zoom out, which was great. They added that. Yeah. Uh. I definitely saw the like old school like the UI like when you're in your menu. I don't know if you guys tried to mm-hmm. look at your map at all, but oh yeah, dude, it was so a lot. It was bad. Um, I there was a a map shortcut, so it would pop up without going into the pause screen. Oh really? Maybe I didn't have that on the Xbox 360 controller. I don't know. Because uh, when you're running in the field, I can just like hold down the button and it shows the map and it shows like where you're what your icon, like where you are. It's one of the best features of the game. Damn it. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. The menu is not great. Yeah. Uh, especially like the stuff you can upgrade and what things are called in the item sorting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I honestly. But I kind of find that with a lot of like older Japanese games that. It doesn't really tell you a lot. You kind of have to just figure stuff out on your own. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I don't mind figuring it out, but um, I just like found for some reason, I, I found the map to be just like really like I wanted to, I needed more information on like, just like put a name of like what each area is so I can Mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Cause just looking at the landmass doesn't help me. Right. Uh, and when you had, like, if you looked at your logbook, it would tell you you need to go somewhere. And then you look at the map and it doesn't, there's like no titles on it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, okay, I don't know what any of these, where are. this is. Yeah. yeah, for sure. When you get the um, mermaid coin and you can go in the water, it 
then showed you like names on the stuff, which was like cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that was also like twelve hours into the yeah, it was <laughs> into like, the game at that point. I mean, but at that point you didn't really need to backtrack to no. those no, no. places. So like I will say that was sure. a huge plus was the not so that's why I was trying to figure out the whole Zelda like similarities because this you kind of go to the area get the thing clear it there wasn't a huge amount of backtracking no like there was there's hidden stuff of course you can sure. go back and do it but you didn't have to like go to the very end and then go back to the village you mean it wasn't a metroidvania yes <laughs> <laughs> you got that much needed break yeah i got the break i needed finally <laughs> but i was gonna recommend um castlevania symphony of the night but i was like ah eric won't be having any part of that damn i mean that's good but um, did you guys dive into like the bestiary at all i did not actually i should have because i i typically like Uh, and i'm the art was really great i was gonna say in that like what i wish uh i wish i should have because uh, all the art was so cool like when a new yeah uh enemy shows up or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i was gonna say when the enemy pops up you get like that the art just like flashes on the screen for a second mm-hmm. and you're like damn that's cool yeah uh and the bestiary has like a scrolling version of of that nice which is really really cool that's awesome the funny the funny thing about that too is like you see that what the character looks like in the 3d version and then you see the cool art mm-hmm. and you're like oh yeah. <laughs> the <difference between laughs> the yeah. yeah yeah i would love if like they were ever gonna make a two i would love to see them try to get close as close as possible to like that style of art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. It'd be so cool. I feel like they could do it. They uh, could get pretty close. Yeah. I mean, uh, we got that origami paper Mario coming out, so you could, you could do the same, oh, same yeah. type of thing. I feel like, um, I was going to say, did you guys like the, I mean, this is kind of thinking back at like old RPGs where you either random encounters or you'd see the monsters on the map and this one did mm-hmm. uh the non-random so you see the monsters did you guys like that i love that i i hate random encounters um it slows the game out slows the game down significantly for me so when i can like yeah if i'm just trying to like move through an area and avoid like being able to just run around them is awesome uh, I would say the same thing too, especially since the only thing you got from doing combat was yen, and I was constantly flush with <laughs> yen, yeah. so much that I had to like upgrade my thing. And like, you're not getting any um, XP or anything like that. It's not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, do they call this game an RPG? I don't really. It's an. It's like an action. No. It's an, an action adventure game. I think. Okay. Um, it's uncharted. I was, there's there's some little RPG style elements, but um, especially so. Yeah, there's not really a reward for doing combat besides just fucking whipping devil dudes' asses. Mm-hmm. And literally, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't difficult at all. No. I don't. I didn't die once in this game. I didn't either. So if it was random, if it was random encounters, and I constantly had a fight my way through these fields like it would be way more of a drag well not that i found the game to be a drag but it would be a drag i actually if there was random encounters i think the whole like eating stuff to get health would make more sense yeah for sure like yeah i never really understood that bag thing i was like 
is it when I do I die and then I get another life back? Is that what this says? Or I don't... It's it's like a, it's like a fairy. Uh, gotcha. So uh, like a fairy in Zelda. So you you yeah. you die and like you just like stand back up with like full health. There was a lot of like aspects of like um, like the collecting uh, random stuff that mm-hmm. I found to be mm-hmm. just kind of like. I feel like this game doesn't really need it you know it doesn't yeah like because yeah. like like you said like I, you're not leveling up your character um and like you're mm-hmm. constantly flush with yen so yeah um i i mean you do level up like your ink bag and the astral pouch sure. and your health but i didn't really feel like i needed that no i like stuff a lot i upgraded my health up like i had like eight of the eight mm-hmm. hits. And mm-hmm. I think I had to eat two bone, two bones the whole time. And the like the health mm-hmm. regeneration bones. And that was about it. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, Most of that was based on like trying to figure out what the enemy actually does. Cause there's always a new enemy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. takes a little bit of time. Those fish, those fish uh, warriors get on your back and then they explode. Yeah. Those guys. Uh, yeah. Knocked me down a couple times, but yep, yeah. You just slice them when they're on your back, yeah, with the brush. Kind yeah. of slice them, yeah. Like the combat was the fact that you can run around it, and the uh, encounters were so short. Yeah, like it was pretty. I thought it was pretty cool, and also I liked using the brush to like slice them or like make a bomb behind them and mm-hmm. stuff. It was good. Oh yeah, I never used the bombs in combat. Oh, it's good actually, especially like. Uh, some of the later guys that like you have to like the ones with the flowers on their back and you have to like yeah. get them to open up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just drop a bomb mm-hmm. behind them. <laughs> yeah. I did just a lot of uh, parrying, which was awesome. Yeah. The parry attack where you just like mm-hmm. you jumped like way up in the air and body slammed them into the ground and they died instantly. Yeah. Even like the I guys never did with tons, a lot of health. You never did that? Yeah, you block an incoming attack. You couldn't parry the dogs, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It would just block yeah. when you were fighting the dogs. I think this kind of takes us into the next point about how far we made it and if we'll finish, because I was wondering, so I made it past the moon cave, mm-hmm. which is like essentially the first half of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you beat Oro- o- Orochi, the eight-headed dragon, Oh damn! Um, but at the end of it, <laughs> spoiler, Nolan. At, yeah, at the end of it, mm-hmm. it's like you're kind of. It kind of seems like the game's over, but then you go to like the festival, and it's like, oh, I saw like a dark cloud moving up north mm-hmm. to like. There's like a city you can't access at this point in the game. There's like it's and like then, the checkpoint one. It's the bridge. Yeah, the bridge is up, and you yeah, have to yeah. lay the, the br- flame. The bridge. Yep. Um. Oh, okay. Sorry. So you you defeat Orochi, and then it goes back almost like the beginning of the game, where it's like telling the story through like a book, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and the adventure continues. Dot dot dot. Yeah. And then and then you go to the festival, and they're like, they saw something fly up north, and Isun is like, okay, well, we still need to learn four brush techniques, so let's go north and try to find these other gods, and then I imagine you. You, you're gonna run into whatever demon spirit flew out, <laughs> flew out of the dragon. Yummy. But I wonder if the difficulty in combat 
is going to ramp up at that point, which I think would be cool. So I don't, I didn't find any other uh, bad guys like on my list that you have to cross off. Besides the, oh, besides I the one. I forgot oh, I forgot that. about that too. Yeah. So I assume that's what you're doing for the next section of it. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I think there's going to be another uh, bad guy, essentially. There like is. That, it's, another it's, uh It's called like Yami. It's all the like the dark things that came out of the eight hit a beast. Hmm. Okay. And there's a whole, I was reading about, there's a whole thing. Of, I'm, I won't ruin all of it, but it's like, there's a whole thing with that Waka character that's like another story. Like he has his own mm-hmm. story and oh. so does. Um, He's up to no him. good. <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's what I was, t- so, I mean, I was the- saying earlier is the characters are introduced as a silhouette and then when you actually get the title of what the character is and what they do, they appear as like a drawing mm-hmm. and your little bug has not been revealed yet right, at right. this point. Yeah. Mm. So mm. towards the end of the game, you'll learn more about him. I think. Ah, shit. Nice. Um, not that he. So the game is enough. definitely, yeah, set up in two parts for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. And that's why you you were saying like I feel like this is game's gonna be over, <laughs> and I did too. And I was like, I figured like you were gonna go through the moon cave, and Orochi was gonna get away or something. That's what like. I was yeah. thinking. Because I was like, you murder that dragon, really. That's such a classic thing yeah. of g- games from this time too, like yeah, yeah, like you you fit, there's like broken into two halves or whatever you know so, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah I don't know. Uh, how far did you get, Nolan? I made it to the moon cave. Like basically, you know how you have to like make a mask to go into, mm-hmm. get into it. I'm that's yeah. exactly where I'm at. So I'm at the beginning okay. of the moon cave. So you've got a little while. That cave takes a while. Yeah, about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. It's good. The cave, the cave is. It looks sweet. Like one of the best. I like dungeons. It. I think mm-hmm. so far. Cool. Do you guys plan on finishing it? Do you think you'll dive in more after this? I think. Uh, oh, go ahead, Eric. Oh no, I was gonna say yeah, but uh, it'll probably take me a while. It'll be. I think it's gonna be one of those slow rolls. It is nice to be on the switch though, because I can kind of pick it up here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I wanted list. That's where it is. Oh, I have a bunch of guys on the, my wanted list. <laughs> yeah, I was I gonna only, say we, I only crossed off one. You've only crossed off the one. Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. So you're saying you're gonna find the other four yep. in the second part? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I definitely want to finish it. Interesting. Um, this style of game, mm-hmm. I love these kind of games. So, I'm all about the, I'm yeah. all about the action adventure. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think I'll, I'll I'll definitely keep playing it. I think it'll be more of a, a slow burn, though. Mm. Um, but I'm interested. To, I I hope that the the stuff that I don't like about the game, I hope, which is really just like the difficulty. In the combat, I hope that ramps up in the second Gets half because I definitely want more of a, it. More of a challenge. Is there a difficult slider in this game? I don't. I don't remember there being one when we started. I don't think um, so. Even like Orochi was easy. Yeah the i the boss fights were 
It's like the Zelda bosses, you know, like there are, it's like once you know their like weakness, yeah. it's like yep. my favorite's when they announce their weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh the like concrete wall that was like blocking oh, some of the things so and you good. had to like poke it and it's like, oh no. I love how did you know? I love the, uh that that door and also the key like the demon keys like they're oh, like, yeah. the demon keys are great they're like sticking their tongue at you and stuff until you like come back with like the the arrow yeah it's great so we were talking about characters earlier did you guys have a, a favorite character or a favorite moment in in the time that you played through it um i love the canine warriors yeah yeah. Um I just picked one of them. I picked Shin, which was kind of he's kind of a not a bulldog, but he's just like a bigger mm-hmm. um boxer looking dog. He's kind of goofy. That the one that had like the scar on his eye? Uh I'm looking at image of him. It doesn't show his face, but um Okay. He's just like I'm so tired of all the training day after day. <laughs> um and he's the grind. The grind's really getting to Yeah. Him. <laughs> he's just hungry. Um but I think you can. They're all hungry. I'm reading this thing, and it's basically. I think you can go back and challenge the dogs later. Oh really? Oh cool. Yeah. Because some of them you didn't fight. Some of them you just fed, and then they just left. Yeah, I think you only fought the three that were outside of the village. Well, there was yeah. there was also like the if I remember the, right. like the one with the scar. You fight him too. It was like the last. Oh the yeah. Last one yeah, you yeah. find, I think. Yeah. Right in the in the village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian. What about you, man? Uh, so in the moon cave, you there is a chef who oh. is cooking a meal for Orochi, and you have to assist in finding ingredients because the elevator won't go up until his meal is ready. Uh, it's actually an appetizer for the girl he's going to eat. I don't remember her name. Kamaki or something? Kama? I forget her. Um. But it, so you have to go around the moon, the moon cave, and gra- gather these ingredients because the chef she loves Orochi. Mm-hmm. She thinks uh, she's he's going to find this as a real romantic gesture for the meal that she's preparing. Oh, um, mm-hmm. and once you once you get all the ingredients, the meal is dung beetle slime bucket goulash, <laughs> and she says it's his favorite. So <laughs> I re- I really like that part, nice. and uh, that character was funny. Uh, Kushi the Saki Brewer. Yes. 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 She's from the uh, Kamaki Village. Yeah. Nice. What was the Saki? Eight. Eight spiritual Saki. Eight or something? purification Saki. Yeah, that's the one. That's specifically the one. for eight heads. This game makes me want to yeah. drink some Saki. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Definitely. I really found most of the characters to be pretty charming in this game uh, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they all were pretty unique and they all had kind of like an, um, um, emote that, uh, was like pretty good. Um, I think my favorite mm-hmm. is, uh, or one of my favorites is, uh, Onigiri sensei. He's the old man who gives you your ability. Like you get like different, um, abilities that you can pay for from him. Uh, and mm. my favorite part is, uh, like the first time you meet him, he just looks like kind of like an old 
like grandmaster old man. He's like kind of like leaning on his cane <clears throat> and he's got this big like mustache. And then uh, when you pay him and go into his dojo, his head spins and mm. his mustache, <laughs> his head flips upside down and his mustache becomes his angry eyebrows and he stands up straight. And I was, it's just such a good, like little moment, like un, so unexpected. Um, yeah. There's actually like a pretty fun concept art of like his, uh, on, um, the fandom wiki. I want to see if I can post it real quick. Uh, but it just shows like the mechanics of his head <laughs> kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, also, like, I love that all the characters have really short legs and long torsos. Um, there's, like, a mailman or uh, someone that you help out. The guy running around? Yeah. And he runs – his body is, com- like, 100% horizontal when he runs. Yeah. And he's got these tiny little legs. And <clears throat> it's after you, like, you like help him out with something, he's, like, tired, and you, you give him some food or something. I can't remember. But he stands up. Mm. And then he just like, it just reminds me of like Looney Tunes or Ren and Stimpy, like the kind of jokes that are in this game. So mm. I really liked it. Oh, they all have like Popeye arms. Yeah, they do. So, uh, uh, Susano specifically has Popeye arms. Yeah. <laughs> I actually also really liked Susano. I'm going to say, Oh man. Yeah. Susano fan. He gets a, he gets a shout out. He, uh, he's just, I mean, he's such a tool and then he gets better later. You'll like, yeah. you'll like. Next. I really like that la- that scene where you go back to the first village and he's like, I'm the one who put the block there. I like took the sword. Uh, I don't want to be the descendant of this guy. And then like mm-hmm. the girl drinks all that. Sake. The girl is like, I like they set up like the moon cave and she's like, I'm going to go sacrifice myself because you're an asshole and I'm going to save mm-hmm. the village. And I don't know. It was good. Some good characterization, mm. a good little story, like dramatic moment. I thought it was in an overall mm. goofy game. <laughs> yeah. So. Eric, what about you? Uh, like? Favorite? Oh, you talked about the dog already. Yeah. I was going to say I have a least favorite. Sorry. I don't want to. Who's your least Ooh. favorite? Is it is it Waka or Isun? Uh, I would say it's Isun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's kind of yeah. he's kind of shitty. <laughs> I think that yeah. I mean that's my just least favorite part about the game is how much hand holding it does. Oh mm. yeah, mm. and he's a huge like proponent of it. Yeah, and I I kind of mm. wish because there was like two spots I got a little stuck, but I wasn't like stuck. I was just had to look around. Yeah, um, I wish I was stuck more in the game. Yeah, mm. and had more stuck like more puzzly moments. Because there's like such cool stuff in this game, like when you're vine whipping, yeah, and you kind of have to pause. There's like you have to pause halfway sometimes to then vine whip to another thing, and it's like there's some cool stuff, but it just mm-hmm. didn't take it that far. Yeah, and anything mm-hmm. that was remotely challenging, he soon steps in and he's like, "You need to go over here." And it's like, "Yeah, dude, I know." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, try to draw a yeah. better circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tried yeah. four times. Oh my god! Uh, there was a couple times where, like, I accidentally let go of the trigger, and it went. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I have to listen to him do his whole thing. Like, you need to try again. Blah yeah. blah blah. I'm like, oh my god, shut up! 
just let me do it again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked about the log thing, but that was also a moment where I just I couldn't get it. It was so annoying. Oh, yeah. uh, that part didn't really trip me the, up too much. The mini games. Um, the elevator. There was like an elevator where you had to draw a bomb. Yeah. And like the elevator would eat it and then like propel you up. I did not look at that symbol and think that was the bomb. So I was like trying. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need to draw a circle. And then I need to draw a line from to which floor I want to go to. Because there was like a one, two, and three. So I was like, all right, so I'm going to draw a circle. And then I'm going to draw a dash on the floor that I want to be. I could not figure it out for a long time. And then I accidentally drew a circle or the bomb. And I was like, oh, that's not even the symbol. Like that... (laughs) The symbol on there. Yeah, because it's like it's turned sideways. Yeah, it's turned sideways. Right? Or it's like mirror. It's mirror. Yeah, like right? where the yeah. camera sits, like the symbol's turned like um, it's like flipped. And I, I was like, yeah, what symbol is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and every time he's like, come on, flea bag. You've done this a hundred times. And it's, it's like, like, stop bro, pressuring me. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> At the beginning, too, it was like the the when you go into the tree and you draw the constellation. I thought I actually had to draw a star. So I was like, mm-hmm. try to like draw like a star, like five times. And I was like, come on. And then it was just like a little tap of the brain. I, I did the same thing. I thought I was supposed to be tracing the, out the like line, not like fill, mm-hmm. not putting the stars there. So I was like, mm-hmm. try. Yeah. And I could not trace the line to save my life. And it was like, you're fucking up. I'm like, I know. I'm it's sorry. Hard. This is hard. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I I get what you're saying, Eric. That uh, it took me like a good two hours to get into this game. Uh, it was I, the first two hours like really drag. I'm like, oh, I hope I didn't make a mistake. Yeah. It's a cool. It's it sucks because it's such a cool game. It's yeah. just like drag. Yeah. And that I think that was like games of this era too yeah for sure it really reminded me of ocarina of time too it takes forever to get going but i think young me was so hyped after reading 24 months of nintendo power to play <laughs> ocarina of time i didn't care i had the cartridge in my hand the gold cartridge yeah we've we've fought i also don't i don't think ocarina of time starts off that slow to be honest you're in that first yeah. temple within like right away there's just a couple long the wood one. You got to talk to that green-haired girl a couple times and yeah. You got to you got to watch just, Navi fly like through the city. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Your your fairy is just blabbing forever. Yeah. That's another thing too actually that just very subtle thing in Okami how it highlights text and characters and stuff. I the first time I remember seeing that was Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, but my least favorite part was just that it was so easy. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. I like, I like a good, good challenge. I don't want to die a hundred times or anything like that, but just, you know, got to rethink some strategy here. I was just like whipping people with my holy beads and pairing (laughs) moves like a badass. I think that's like what I want to see. Like they're not making another one, but there's so much cool stuff now that you could do with this game. <clears throat> like even with the move, mm-hmm. the move controller or the joy con and everything, or even like the touchpad mm-hmm. aspect of it, like mm-hmm. get that rush like dialed in 
so it's like a main part of your combat because I was just using it at the end to like get those um, fangs mm -hmm. and it wasn't like a huge part of my like combat so I was like get combos and stuff like make it more fluid yeah dude um, a, like, a Okami VR game would be sick also that I am trying to see if the difficulty ramps up and it does not look like it, that it is the case I pro I'm still gonna finish it because I'm the inch I'm interested to see where the story goes. Um, even though mm -hmm. Brian spoiled it for me, thanks a lot, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's is what happens in the in the yeah, cast. I know, I know. I I was fully prepared. You're close. I mean, just get get through that mm -hmm. cave. Okay, so the Hideki Kamiya. I, he was one of the uh, head dudes on the game. Uh, he was the the writer on the game, and somebody asked on Twitter, "Why is Okami easier than your other games? Was it for a younger audience?" And he responded, "Because there should be no difficulty when reading for folklore." Which is interesting. So it, it yeah. Um, so it would be more like uh, not like storytelling. I was trying to think yeah. of like it's probably like story based, but it's probably why the story or the the combat is so light too. I mean, there's honestly only like four real enemy, like that you encounter yeah. besides the bosses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny because like, it almost feels like they had to like, this could have been just like a fun action adventure, like puzzle game. Like you're saying, like mm -hmm. using the mm -hmm. brush to like manipulate the area to get to like the next, do that kind of stuff. And maybe they just were like, oh, well, we got to have combat in this game. No one's going to play it if there's no combat, you know? <laughs> yeah. True. So. True. Eric dug up this good quote. Julie Mincy for Wired said that the game is somewhat long for a single player experience, that the game is an underrated masterpiece, the kind of beautiful work that's critically acclaimed but forgotten all too quickly. Do you agree? Disagree? I, would, you I would definitely agree on the single player experience. Being too long, yeah. Mm. Like for for what this game is, mm -hmm. like like we're I think every, we keep saying it, but it's just like. So would you yeah, would you have ramp. been satisfied uh, with the ending if it ended with the moon cave? Uh, yeah, I think it would have been fine. It it doesn't like the setup for the next chapter isn't like got to get out there and do it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even like give you a dire circumstance to like push forward. Right. Yeah. Like. It, it's kind of just like we're gonna go learn some more brush techniques, yeah. and it's like, well, <laughs> what do I need them for? <laughs> yeah, it definitely could have ended. Cool. It definitely could have ended, and I would have been completely satisfied. Nice, cool. Um, I like it a lot, though. I thought it was a really, really fun game. Um, outside of the first couple hours, uh, that dragged maybe two to three. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. my remaining twelve hours, I really enjoyed. It was fun. The, uh, the story's cool. The art's cool. Um, the characters are great. Like, Nolan keeps bringing up, like, the, the light humor is, is fun. Mm -hmm. um, there's, a, there's a good amount of stuff to do. Like, you know, there's not, not really, like, side quests or anything like that. But, like, the, the main quests keep the story moving at a pretty good pace. Except finding all eight of those dogs was a little tedious. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it kind of breaks the mold of do, doing things three times, and instead you just have to do things eight times. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we didn't we didn't touch on it at all, but there is some like weird side mission stuff. Like fishing is a thing, and there's a digging game. Yeah, that you can yeah. do later, which is actually really hard. There's the moles the too. Moles. And the moles. Yeah, was, yeah, they're like did little you get, mini. Did games. you get the moles? I was gonna bring that up too. The amount of mini games in this was kind of weird. Like we were talking about the log one, yep. and then there's the one that you do with. Um, is it Mr. Bamboo, the the old guy? The bamboo hunter, where you have to like dig into the ground. So that's the thing. Yeah, you, yeah, you do that. It's again weird later. how many uh, mini games there are that you have to flip through like a little instruction manual yep. on like how to play it. And it's like, did you understand it? I'm like, no, I don't know what I'm doing. So there's another one of those later with Mr. Bamboo, mm. or no, there's a guy like out searching. He has like, um, I forget what it is, but he's looking for something and then there's a leaf pile and you blow the leaf pile away <clears throat> and then it opens a mini game. Nice. I like that. Which is the same mini game you played earlier. Oh, okay. I like that kind harder. of stuff. It could be because I like games like Yakuza and you know, stuff like that. But I love, mm-hmm. I love mini mm-hmm. games. And uh, yeah. I said, Mr. Digger, it's actually Mr. Driller. Um, I fucked it. I yeah. fucked up. Oh yeah. Bit. Yeah. That one was, that one was, pretty in-depth for like how much stuff you had to do on the screen at the same time to like get to the mm-hmm. end i did it my first try still but it was like i'm, I'm was frantic yeah. yeah just wait wait till you get to this next one it's hard <laughs> so uh how far did you make it then did you you made it past the moon cave are you on to like the next like big uh like boss or anything eric no i didn't go to the village i <clears> went <throat> to this guy oh okay with the leaf pile okay, that's you. that's pretty much it mm-hmm. i was headed towards the village and then i just i just stopped yeah so i did the, i did the village part and you like talk to everybody and it tees up the next the thing. next part i'm playing it on um steam i wish i would have got it on the switch it's a good switch game it's a really good switch game i have a steam link so i think i'm gonna play the rest on my couch mm, yeah nice there's going to be some like rainy, rainy day where I'm just going to like, I just want to like stay in my sweats and dive into like <laughs> a game. And this is the game I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. It's every day. Nice. For me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys have any, anything to add on your overall thoughts? No, I really liked it too. I, uh, I yeah. wish I would have finished the moon cave. If I, um, I honestly, uh, when I found out that I was like about halfway, I was like, uh, I'll finish it later. I'm not yeah. that worried about it. But it sounds yeah. like it was like a good <laughs> checkpoint, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> it was. Yeah, you'll you'll you should just it's get okay. through that part and then yeah assess. Uh, so it sounds like we all liked it and had a really good time with it. Uh, would you give it? Would you recommend it to somebody? I guess is I don't know why I need to get fancy with that yeah. question, but um, uh, I give it a hundred out of hundred. No. Uh, I would say yes with a bunch of caveats that it's not it's hard it's hard to say with all the other games that are out now to go back mm-hmm. and play this um, mm-hmm. but I think it's a good experience yeah I would say if you like I I know a bunch of people I'd recommend this to especially people who aren't looking for a really difficult game that maybe want like mm-hmm. a Zelda experience um, or like maybe they want, they're looking for a new game that's like Zelda or something like that. I would say check this game out. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. 
I, I think I'm in the same boat as Eric, mm-hmm. uh, where I would just recommend it with some caveats that it definitely has some old school tendencies that I feel like uh, newer games have kind of grown out of. But I I mean, yeah, if you like diving back into older games and playing some classics, I I think this would fit the bill. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have anybody to recommend it to because the only people I know that play, play games like this are you guys. But, you know, I would recommend yeah. it. Anything else to add, gentlemen, before we talk about next month's game nope no um glad we played it would love to see someone else take up the mantle and do something cool and new with yeah it. i would love to i would mm-hmm. love to see like mm-hmm. what the art style like an updated art style would look in this game yeah it'd be really mm-hmm. cool um i did want to give a shout out to another favorite character though the bird the bird king oh yeah says he li- didn't say anything says little <laughs> he just said like chirp yeah. or something he's like yeah. oh he really likes yeah. you and you're I, like does yeah. he that was good. I Not have sure about that. that in my uh, the Sasso Sanctuary, the guy that burns himself. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, great. he's like constantly holding fire up to his head. It's like, dude, chill. He'll do anything. My goodness. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, that was an underrated uh, little part. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Or I guess a quick part. I thought you'd go in there and be in there for a while, but it was just yeah. in and out, in and out. Okay, cool. Next month's game. What are we playing, Brian? We are playing a game called Blood Root that was developed by Paper Cult. I believe it's their second game. Um, came out February 28th of this year for Switch and PC. I'm going to read you guys the eShop description. Nice. In Blood Roots, the world is your weapon. Improvise and adapt in a bloody revenge quest across the sprawling weird west. Betrayed and left for dead, Mr. Wolf is hell-bent on finding his killer and enacting revenge, alone and vastly outnumbered. You'll <laughs> choreograph spectacular, ultra-violent combos by making use of everything around you, from hatchets to ladders to carrots? It is an improvise or die as Mr. Wolf fights his way to center of the mystery. Why was he betrayed? So, uh, looks similar to a um, Hotline Miami as, as far as like the gameplay, yeah, top top potentially, down. or maybe like a Katana Zero as well, where you just have to hit some good some good sequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, we picked this one um, also because it's fairly short, clocks in at five to six hours because we do have The Last of Us Part Two dropping mm-hmm. in a couple mm-hmm. weeks here, and that's going to be taking up my time. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, just specifically your time. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, uh, I, so I'll I, be playing on Switch. Yeah. Uh, what about? Uh, I'll you? probably do Switch. I was actually thinking of PS4, but Switch just—it's not on PS4. <laughs> I think I said it was. Did it? It says platforms: PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Microsoft Windows. Yep, it says platforms. Oh yeah, it is on PS4. My bad. My bad. <laughs> it's on PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four. Cool. Uh, yeah. I'll, so, I'll Eric, do you, you go ahead and play it on that PS4. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, I'll play. I'll, I'm not sure yet. I'll probably play it on uh, PC or. So you can get that stream going. Yeah. It looks uh, very graphic, but it has a cartoon art style, so you won't have to be feel queasy. Yep. Nolan. It has that cartoonish violence you talked yeah, about. I love it. Earlier. I love it. <laughs> okay, uh, that's gonna do it. For the month of May, we'll catch you guys all at the end of June. Hope you enjoyed Okami 
and hope you enjoy Bloodroots as well. Um, as always, please share the podcast. Leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Always helps us out. Um, excuse me. Send us any feedback. Video game rations at gmail.com. You can shoot us game recommendations, uh, feedback on the podcast, thoughts on games as well. Twitter at VG Rations, and then the always bumping Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for you listening. Can fi- you can find that link on our Twitter. And we'll catch you guys later. Yeah, see you next month. See ya. Yeah.